that there is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. That if we confess our sins, he is just and faithful and will forgive us. So um, let's, let's read together from, from the Bible. Um, this is from Luke chapter 10. It says, on one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law, he replied. And how do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. You've answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. So we're looking this week at wrath, wrath. How do you say it? How do you say it? Anger. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right, hands up for Raf. You have to be Scottish for that one. Hands up. No, for, oh. it can be in the north of England as well. North of England, yes, or American. Um, or or, or Roth, as in broth. Oh, hands up who thinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The, the, the thing about it is, uh, one, it's how you say it, but the, the other thing is, um, this is wrath, a strong, this is what it means, a strong, vengeful anger. A strong, vengeful And the question is, do we like it? No. No? No? Or do we? Because a lot of our stories in life are based on wrath. If you, go to, if you watch anything in the, in the cinema, there's always a story of someone gets hurt and then, you know I mean, the, 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 how they go to do about it. Or have you heard um, of, of a woman who f- discovers that a husband is having an affair and she takes a pair of scissors to his suits and cuts the arms off and the legs off and throws them out the window? And then we think, go on, girl, you give it some... <laughs> Or, or um, the bully who gets some. You ever seen that clip in um, uh, um, Spider-Man? Peter Parker gets bitten by a spider. And now he's got super power, super strength. And, uh, and this bully comes up, but he can't hit him because he's got such great reflexes. And when he hits him, he goes sliding down the corridor and the whole, che- whole school cheers. Yay! Just me. Um, I, was, I was driving to Scotland and um, I was roughly obeying the speed limit. And, uh, but there's a car on my tail and I can't get in because there's traffic everywhere. And, and he's on my tail and he's flashing his lights and he's beeping and, and he's, you know, I mean, he's like, he's literally just behind me and, and eventually there's a gap in the traffic and I pull in and he shakes his fist as he drives past me. And about four or five minutes later, the Lord is good. <laughs> as I see this unmarked police car with its lights sat behind him oh did I slow down and enjoy the moment (laughs) wrath
Is it biblical? We hear the God of wrath. Our Father, he deals with wrath. This this verse that we read, to love the Lord your God with all your with with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength, it's actually a quote from Deuteronomy. And where Moses tells the people, this is how you're supposed to love God. You know, in Deuteronomy, uh, there's, there's, a, there's a story of, um, of, of, of God and how he, he loves his people. He hears their cries from when they were slaves in Egypt. And his plan all along was to have this, this rescuer called Moses. Who, who, who he set aside as a baby. Remember, rescued him from, from, the, from, the, from, from being killed as a baby. He's put in the Nile, still safe, and eventually gets brought up. But this plan takes a long time, but he, he's waiting for Moses, waiting for Moses. He will be the one. And then he sends Moses to go and to lead the people out. And he goes and he does an amazing things before the Pharaoh. And we see the wonders of God. As we see the river turn to blood, as we see hail come from the skies, darkness, fleas, frogs, and all the other stuff. And with a mighty hand, he leads them out of Egypt. The Egyptians change their minds, and they send, uh, they send their troops to come and to stop them. And Moses stretches out his hand, and the seas part, and he takes them across the sea. He brings the sea back in and on those soldiers pursuing them. He protects them. And eventually they end up at this mountain. Moses goes up the mountain uh, to speak with God. And it says he's up there 40 days and 40 nights. And on the last moments of that time as he's coming down, God has made him two tablets. It said that God himself wrote on the front and on the back. I'm sure it wasn't an Apple tablet. It might have been a Samsung, but it certainly... (laughs) On these two tablets, he's he's bringing down the mountain. At the foot of the mountain, the people are doing something so terrible. You see, because Moses had been away so long, they said, oh, he must not be coming back. Maybe he's up the mountain and he's, he's died. He's not coming back. And so they go, to, they go to Aaron, who is Moses' brother, and said, can you, make us, can you make us a god? And Aaron says, okay, if you, if you all give me an earring, some earrings from, from, your, from your sons and your daughters and your wives, give them the earrings, and he takes them and he makes us into a golden calf. And as Moses is coming down the mountain, they're praising God, but not the God who's real but this false god this calf that they said has rescued them from Egypt and God is angry and quite rightly so he gave ten rules for his people and the first one is put for God first but the second one is do not make idols nor bow down to them and here these people are worshipping something that they're not supposed to do. And it says God's anger burned. Ephesians 5. 
Oops, that's that one. Ephesians 5, he says, Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. So we're supposed to be like God, but not when it comes to wrath. Wrath is a, a godly thing. Only thing that, that God can do. It's not for you or me. We have not to be people of wrath. It is not how we are made. When, when I was about 19, I, I got asked to do a series of lessons in high school. And I was quite excited by this first time I've ever taught in high school. And, uh, and I got to the school. I'd been invited by the school to lead in these three different lessons. And when I got there, the headmaster asked to see me. And uh, I was running late because traffic's a nightmare. And plus, I'm a youth worker then, so we're always late. And uh, we, we get to the school, and he invites me in. And he says, Steve, he says, um, school can be a tricky place. You need to rule in this school. He says, you need to go in and you need to tell them who is boss. You're the boss and they need to know it. So Steve, when you go in there, first kid who steps out of line, you have him. I'm right, okay. So I go into this classroom and I, I get in there. Now I'm about five, seven minutes late because of the headmaster. Okay, And I get in here and I'm just getting in. The class is a bit chaotic. They calm down and just put my stuff down, getting the video ready to go. And in walks this kid. You know, the one with the stutter. Oh, yes. <laughs> and he's got that cool strut. <laughs> he sits in the seat the wrong way. I'm like, oh. And I look at him and I went, how dare? How dare you walk into my class this late? Where have you been? And before he could speak, I shut him down. No. You don't speak to me, but sir, don't you butts on me. I said, we'll talk about this at break. Eh? See how you like that. Be late for my lesson. You'll be here in break, and I'll have you, and we'll talk about it. Anyway, it gets to break time. This kid sat there and went, come on then. Tell me your pathetic excuse of why you were late to my class. And he looked at me and went, the teacher next door thought you might be lost, so he sent me to go and find you. <laughs> We're not meant to have wrath. It's not for us. The, the reason being is, is God. God has insight that we don't have. God is all loving and all knowing. So when, he, when it comes to judging, he can do it fairly. But when it comes to us, we haven't got a clue. So wrath is off our list. It is not for us to do. In fact, we're told to do the opposite. We are called to love one another. Um, So in everything, do unto others what you'd have them do to you. For this sums up the law of the prophets. This is how we're supposed to live. We're supposed to treat other people how we want to be treated. James calls it uh, 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 the royal law. He says that that love one another is the royal love. Love your neighbor as yourself. It's, it's a royal rule how we live. We're not to live with people of wrath. We're to call to live as people of love. 
If you take Raph and, and throw it um, into, into 1 Corinthians, and this, you know this beautiful bit of the Bible about love. Love is patient. Rothism. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never, never fails. We're called to be a people of love. And this expert who comes up to test Jesus is brilliant. I love it because he comes up and, you know what I mean, and Jesus throws a question. Well, you, you tell me, what, what do you think the answer is? Oh, to love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and to love your neighbor as yourself. And then he drops him. But who is my neighbor? And we know where it's going, because anyone who's read their Bible knows what the next story is. Jesus is going to tell the story of the Good Samaritan. But let me set you the picture. Because the Jews hated the Samaritans. You ever wonder why? You ever wonder why why is this is this conflict? You see. The Assyrians came and appeared again where, where the people of God rejected God and took on all the other local gods. And so God said, well, it's going to be like that. Enjoy. And what happens is the Assyrians come in and take them all off. And when they take the people from the land, the Assyrians have this idea, what we need to do is fill that land with other people. So these people don't come back and set an army and come after us. So they bring in lots of nations and they put them in, in, in that area called Samaria, which would be the northern kingdom. And they settle there. But um, it says in the Bible, which is a great story, that the people started to get eaten by lions. It's in the Bible. It says that people are getting eaten all by these lions that are just running around eating people. So, so they go back to the king of Assyria and go, we're getting eaten by lions. And the king thinks about it and goes, oh, that's because we've upset the God of the land. So I got an idea. We'll go and get a priest. So they go off to, to, the, to the people who were put into exile and they find one of them who was a priest. He says, you need to come back and teach the people how to worship the God of the land. And so that's what happened. So he comes back, and this, this one man teaches them how to worship the true God. And so these, these bunch of people start to worship the one true God in the same way as the Jews did. So you've got to think that over time, these people and the Jews have sort of similar ways of doing things. They worship the same God and do it in a sort of the same way. Bit different. You see, the people in in in, in, the, in the Samaria they they discovered they read their Bible or their Old Testament and they realized that the, that the place where the temple should be should be on the mountain at the top because that's where Moses said it should be. But D- David and Solomon, well, Solomon built it in Jerusalem, and so there's conflict about where we should worship on the mountain or, or, or in the city. 
And so, so conflict over the years broke out. And it says that the people from Samaria went down, to, down into Jerusalem and they sacrificed a pig in the temple, which is just horrifying to the Jews. So they have enough of that. So they go up to the mountain to where their temple was and completely destroy it. And this conflict has gone on and on and on. People pretending to be Jewish, living in their land, sacrificing pigs, and then the Jews going destroying their temple. They didn't like each other to the point that they wouldn't even walk through their land. They would walk around it. They would be prepared to walk an extra three days than to step a foot on that land with these weird people. So you can understand the conflict. So Jesus tells a story. Who is my neighbor? He says, once there was a man and he was going from Jerusalem to Jericho. And as he's walking along, some robbers jump out and they rob him, they beat him, they strip him. And they leave him for dead. He says, but as he's bleeding and lying on that roadside, he spots a man walking towards him. He was a Levi, a priest. And could you imagine that crowd? They'll be like, yes, here comes our hero. And he says, and he got there. You know what he did? He walked around and just left him. And they're like, oh. Oh, says it's okay because walking up that road was another man and he was a lawyer. And they were like, yes, he'll do what's right. You know what he did? He just walked past him and left him there. And said the third man walking up that road was a Samaritan. And could you imagine that crowd? They will be like, boom! And when he saw him, he thought, he's got to kill him. Yeah, he's a dead man. No. He felt sorry for him. And he walked over and he bandaged his wounds. And he put him on his own donkey. And he, he took him down and he put him in a, in a room where he could be healed and helped. And he paid the bill. And he says, which one do you think was the, the neighbor? Could you imagine the shock of the crowd? Well, they expected wrath, wrath. What they found was love. We are called to be a people of love. It says this. This is James. Oh, he's my neighbor. Mm-hmm. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Three things. Be quick to listen. People used to tell me, that's why we have two ears and just one mouth. Listen. That's what we're called to do. Listen. Slow to speak. Just listen. Don't speak. We'll be slow to speak. And slow to become angry.
How quick our tempers rage. How quick are we sometimes to answer. But sometimes all we need to do is listen and slow this down. When Jesus was in a boat crossing the, crossing the Lake Galilee, it says that one day he fell asleep and a massive storm came up. And he, it says that the disciples were petrified that they were going to die, that they woke Jesus up and said, can you help? Can you do something? It says Jesus stood up and in that, in that storm, he addresses nature itself and he says, be still. And it was. Sometimes we need to hear those same words. God says to us, just be still. Just be quiet. Or as my granddad would say, hold your wish. Keep it quiet. In the rage of your anger, keep quiet. Be still. The kingdom of God turns everything upside down. And we need to learn that we, we are called to be a people of love. Jesus said, love your enemies. You ought to think, remember that, that those days were full of Romans, persecuting them, pounding them, taking their money, taxing them. Pray for those who persecute you. When I was in Worcester Church before I came here, we, we were building a new building, so we had a, a building site going on, and we, we were the closest people to that church. I was away for the weekend, but uh, one of the neighbors in, in our street got very angry about how early the builders were starting. And so he came up and he pounded on our door and shouted at Rachel. I came home on the Sunday afternoon. I am Scottish. We are built for shouting at people. That's why God gave us this accent. You, you know, I save up. I save up my phone calls for when I'm in a bad mood and I need to speak to someone about something. Scottish accent's beautiful when it's annoyed. And so this man who shouted at my wife, I was like, right, what number's he at, Rachel? Let me go and have a wee word with him. She's like, no, 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 no. No, no, he wants to bang my door. I'll go bang his, let's have a chat. She's like, no, no, leave it, leave it. And then she went, no, it's not how we deal with things. She's so good like that. There's me wanting to bring wrath, wrath. She wants to bring love. She says, no, we should pray. We should pray that God blesses them. God blesses their family. And so reluctantly I agreed. And we prayed that God would bless them, bless their family. When we, when we moved in and started to do uh, some, some work in that estate, we, I was taking a, some kids ice skating. And I was sat in the front of the bus and kids are coming in. And there was a new kid. I went, what's your name? He went, oh, I'm Richard. Richard, nice to meet you. Where are you from, Richard? And he pointed to this house, the house of the man that shouted at my wife. And I remembered, we prayed for these kids. Richard came every week to youth group. He then became a part of that church. In fact, he became such a vital part of the church used to run children's work. used to do all the tech stuff. He was genius. A few years back, he was baptized. Now he's a leader in that church. Why? 
because we let love win and not wrath. How do you beat wrath? Well, you beat it with kindness. Anyone ever been to Paris? Anyone been to Paris before 2009? Yes. yes. Any, any descriptions of Paris before 2009? French. French. Which means, come on, spit it. We, we, rude! <laughs> rude people are French in Paris up to 2000. They were rude. They didn't like tourists. They couldn't stand a tourist being in their city. They were rude to them. In fact, so rude that... Um, the TripAdvisor started to slag them off and say this is the rudest place in the world. In fact, tourist rates were dropping through the floor. It was said in, in a year they dropped by 18%. There's a recession going on. And the French thought, wait a minute, we're so rude, we're going to have nobody here. So the French government did something about it. They were genius. They said, what can we do? He said, I know what we do. We employ people. And they would employ people to stand on street corners... Smiling. <laughs> they got paid to smile. And when people came up to them, they were nice to them. They were friendly. And you know what? It made a difference. And they thought, we, we, we ought to employ more and more. And they employed as many as they could, but it wasn't enough. And so they made this campaign where they told people of, of Paris, you've got to be nice to the tourists. And so they were. In 2014... It won the award of being one of the most friendly cities in the world. The French! <laughs> How do you beat Raph? Roth? Kindness. It's a fruit of the Spirit. I'm reading a book. It's called The Kindness Challenge. I like it. It's very practical. And it has three practical things the, 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 it's called the kindness challenge and it's a, a challenge to do for 30 days and I dare you to do it the three challenges are this in a day don't say anything negative that's hard isn't it whole day of nothing no negative in that same day you've got to say something kind to someone else and you've got to do an act of kindness. So three things. Don't say anything negative. Say something kind and do something kind. And the challenge is to do it for 30 days. I dare you. If you want to beat wrath, the solution, the secret is kindness. The wrath of God was broken on the cross. And we're going to come to this in a second. You know, God gets angry in some of the things that we do wrong. The way we act, the way we speak. But it says that Jesus came. And even though we were enemies of God, he demonstrated his love for this by sending his son to come and to die on a cross for us so that his wrath would be satisfied. That's why we, that's why we're Christian. Because God loved us so much that he sent Jesus. There's forgiveness 
there's kindness, there's love at this table. The wrath of God was satisfied, satisfied in Christ, his one and only Son.